Father in heaven, uh, thank you, Lord, for the gift of life, and thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. And we just want you to know, Lord, that uh, your Holy Spirit is so welcome here. We ask that uh, you would just fill this place. There are many here that are hurting, that need hope, need something to grasp onto, God, and we know you can give that to us. So, God, we pray that we would just decrease ourselves and just focus on you and what you want to tell us. In Jesus' name, amen. It is so good to be with you. Love this series. If this is your first time with us, we're going through the book of Acts, and it's basically a book in the New Testament, in the Bible. It is the only book that gives us a glimpse, a history of the early church. Okay, so there was this doctor called Luke, and he wrote 28 chapters inspired by the Holy Spirit, 28 chapters that gives us like snapshots of what God was doing in the early church. And I am convinced the more I live and the more I see what God wants to do, in our church today. And you know that the church is not a building. The church is people. It is you. And so, translated, God wants to do what is happening in the book of Acts in your life. We called this series simply Power, because you see in every chapter the power of the Holy Spirit pouring into God's people and just flowing from them into others. And that's why we have, if you're new here, that's why we have the solar panel here, because you know that a solar panel is useless unless two things happen. It receives power from the sun, right? It's not covered up. It's outside receiving power. And then it's connected to batteries or some source where then that energy can then flow out, right? And that's very similar to you. If you have the power of God coming into you, that's awesome. But you don't want to be like the Dead Sea where things just stay there. You want it to flow out. When God calls upon and says, hey, I need you to love on that person. I need you to share the hope that you have. And today we're going to be talking about the power specifically of sacrifice, the power of sacrifice. Now, you don't go around a lot talking about sacrifice, this and that, right? Because we don't like slaughter animals. Uh, Did anybody slaughter animals in their backyard at home? I hope not, okay? Let me know. We got something to talk about because we don't need to be doing that. That's what you think of, though, when you think of sacrifice, right? Old Testament, slaughtering animals to appease, you name it. Uh, all sorts of different religions did that. Some still do that in different parts of the world today. When we talk about sacrifice, this is what we want to have in our head today. Simply, it's where I am going to give part of myself, whether it's my time, my efforts, my energy, my money. I'm going to sacrifice, take something, and give it to somebody or someplace for the betterment of that person or that place, okay? So you're going to take something and give it away so that you can help somebody else, okay? Very simple. That's uh, simply a sacrifice. And so I thought in my life, when have I sacrificed for some people? And this is one of the biggest things that came up in my mind, this picture right here, right? Now, we can all relate to this, and some of us may be just a few years away from this, like we're going to have kids, or we just were there screaming and yelling our heads off when we were little, right? I'm telling you, one of the biggest sacrifices is being a parent of a little, little kiddo, okay? And here's what happens. I'm not going to tell you which one of the three did this, okay? You can kind of figure it out. One of them would cry constantly, okay? Like, you try to pick him up. I gave away him, right? Which were the two, right? Like, you pick him up, he's still crying, you're holding him, he's still crying. Like, in fact, one time I remember we thought, we just got to get away from the, the, everything's fine, it seems, right? We put him in the crib, go and watch a movie, an hour and 45 minutes later, I kid you not, still crying. And here's what the doctors say about this. They have this beautiful little word that I think is totally fake, right? They're going to tell you, oh, mom and dad, they're colicky. 
Okay? You look up colicky, there's all these definitions, and I'm like, they don't know, right? They don't know. So I'm like, what in the world? Why is this happening? But I got to tell you, it was worth, worth the sacrifice. That going through it, at that time I was studying Greek and Hebrew, trying to get seminary stuff done. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? I'm staying up all night and trying to help. And I kept thinking to myself, okay, there are millions of people that have done this for thousands of years and they didn't die, right? <laughs> they made it through. I can do this. But the um, American Academy of Science actually did a study. They did a study over the population in Romania, okay? And Romania, especially in the 80s and 90s, they had a lot of orphans, a lot of kiddos that were in orphanages. And they didn't have enough uh, people to love on them, to hold them, right? And like a parent would do. And the study says that when they, they studied these kids as they grew at 8 to 10 years old, 8 to 10 years old, most of them had extremely elevated levels of cortisol. And what that is, cortisol is released uh, most often when we are super stressed and have a lot of anxiety. And these kiddos kind of just had that in their bodies because they were never held. No one was able to make that sacrifice and a love on them, right? That is worth it. It's worth every ounce of sleep that you lose and that you will lose someday, okay? But if you think about it, there are even greater sacrifices that God calls us to make. And in his word, he pulls us and calls us, and he's calling you today to maybe make a sacrifice for him, right? And so here's the question we're going to start with. And if you're new here, you can follow in the outline. It's in your bulletin. You also can follow along on version. It's an app. It has all the answers. I've actually saw someone over here looking at all the answers like, oh, I get it already. There you go. Okay, here's the question. Am I willing to sacrifice anything for the sake of Jesus? Am I willing to sacrifice anything for the sake of Jesus? Now, if you and I went and had coffee after the voters meeting, not after church, after the voters meeting, if we had coffee, you and I sitting across from each other, I say, hey, are you willing to sacrifice anything for Jesus? You would say, yes. But inside you're like, I don't know. Right? I mean, we're all going to say, yes, it's the right thing to do. Don't fool yourself. This is just a question. You, Jesus, I have nothing to do with it. I'm just the messenger. But here's what you probably want to think about. What is that one area of your life that you love? That it's your baby. It's it, man. For some of you, it's money. Some of you, it's time. It's like, you know what? Uh, people, whatever it is. What's that one area where you're like, you know what? God can have everything else except that. And that just may be where God is saying, I want you to release that a little bit because I have something, an assignment for you in that area. And here's the promise he gives. The reward will always be, be worth more than the cost. Okay? If you look at scripture and people follow what Jesus calls them to do, it will always come out with many, many more rewards that are worth much more than what it will cost you. Okay? So where do we start with this? We're actually going to look at the power of a sacrifice through a man named Stephen. Now, I have a dilemma here because Stephen is talked about for one and a half chapters in Acts, okay? One and a half chapters, okay? In half of chapter six, they're getting ready, they're, they're taking him, they're putting him on trial, and then all of chapter seven, okay, he has a sermon that is 61 verses long, okay? Now, I'm going to preach longer than that today, but 61 
one verses long. We can't go over all of it in the time that we have. So we're going to basically like skip a rock over the water and just get bits and pieces of it. But in order to understand a true sacrifice, a godly sacrifice, I want you to understand who Stephen is. Last week, Pastor John talked about the sacrifice of actually giving of your time and your talents, right? Of actually serving. Everybody's a part of this. And he mentioned that the issue in the early church at that time was that there were widows, okay, who were being overlooked by some of the other leaders. They said, hey, we need to make sure there are people who take care of those who need to be taken care of. And so they chose, they prayed, and they chose seven men that were full of the Spirit, and and they were respected, and they would do this. And if you would go back to that text in chapter 6, it basically has the list of men. But when it lists Stephen... They kind of pause. He pauses. He goes, there was this guy, this guy. Oh, and there was Stephen, who was full of power, right? And doing good works. So this guy kind of had a little reputation that was good, right? And three times throughout this talking about Stephen, they pause and, and Luke will say, this guy was filled with the Spirit. Filled with the Spirit, okay? And so what happens is, he is, is basically a, a Greek, okay? A Gentile like us, okay? He doesn't have Jewish ethnicity, His name was Stephen. He converted and he would then speak not only to the Greeks, the Gentiles, but to the Jewish leaders about who this Jesus was, right? And they were furious at him. They accused him of four main things. They said he is speaking against Moses, the law, the prophets. He's speaking against this temple and he's speaking against God. And all of these things were worthy back then of being stoned to death, okay? Worthy of death. So here's the dilemma he's in. They even had people lie about him, about what he was saying, and put him on trial. Does this sound like anybody that you know? Jesus, right? I mean, it's amazing. If you look at this this afternoon, you just take some time to read this. His life parallels Jesus so much. And here's the crazy part. He was the first one that we know of that sacrificed his life for the faith, right? That's called a a martyr, a Christian martyr, right? And you remember, I told you his name was a Greek name, his name's Stephen. Think about this. His, his name, Stephen, means this. A crown or to wear a crown. If you look in Revelation chapter 2, verse 14. Revelation 2, 14, Jesus promises. He says, be faithful to the point of death and I will give you the crown of life. Is that too cool? His mama named him to wear a crown. And she had no clue that he would grow up and then someday in eternity he would wear that crown. I mean, God is just so amazing the way he ties things together. Anyway, that's a side note. So anyway, he spends a whole chapter preaching and telling them, hey, this Jesus is who who he says he is, right? This is the sacrifice. And they get so upset with him that it says that they started to gnash their teeth. And we're like, what is that? Like, does anybody here gnash their teeth? Okay, I don't mean grind your teeth while you're sleeping, okay? But do you gnash your... They got so mad, they were just like... Really, some of the commentators say it's like they were acting like vicious animals. They were ready to just devour him, right? So they're gnashing their teeth, and then they get so upset. It says they act like little kiddos, right? They put their hands over their ears. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to listen, right? They put their hands over their ears, and they started to run at him, and they stoned him to death. And what does he do? Instead of fighting back, he gets on his knees, and he says, Lord, forgive them. And then he breathes his last right? Just, just like Jesus did, okay? It's amazing parallels of the sacrifice here. 
So what can we learn from this type of life, right? This like ultimate sacrifice right under the sacrifice of Jesus. First thing is this. Sacrifice starts with the power of the Holy Spirit. Sacrifice will start with the power of the Holy Spirit. If you ever try to do anything, especially with effort for God, you can't, for any sustained period, do it without the Holy Spirit. If I were to get up here and think, you know what, I'm going to get up here on my own power, I'm going to preach, do all this stuff, I would be exhausted by noon. But watch out, because when I pray, and I get a lot of the Holy Spirit filling, I could preach till midnight. We could do this, really. I get so excited up here, and it's all the Holy Spirit. It's like, just put me up there like a puppet. Work through me, right? That's what God wants to do with you, but it always starts with the Holy Spirit. If you find yourself running on your own fumes, watch out. Watch out. You got to go back to Jesus, okay? Next one, uh, verse 8, it says, Now Stephen, a man full of God's grace okay, and power, performed great wonders and signs among the people. Okay, That's just one verse of over and over, like I said, that says he was filled with the power of God, filled with the Holy Spirit. That's how sacrifice works. Okay, Number two is this, sacrifice flows when opposition arises. Now, this is so different than what the world, what happens in the world, okay? When you're working on your own, you're doing your own thing, and you're working for yourself, your own glory, it is so easy to just fold when, when time gets hard, okay? Uh, opposition arises, I'm going to try something different, okay? Uh, work gets a little hard, I'm just going to go and try something else. But think about it. If you had a job where you're like, you know, it's getting hard, but I know that God called me to do this. I have a relationship that is getting hard, but I know God called me into this relationship, Right? I'm married and I know that it's getting hard, but God has pulled me into this marriage and God has designed this marriage. When you're doing it with the Holy Spirit and that sacrifice, okay, opposition may arise, but you won't give up, okay? That's what happens when you're on God's path of whatever that sacrifice is. And this is what happened with Stephen, right? He's like, I'm going to be faithful to what God has called me to do, but opposition could come. In fact, this is so crazy that it says that he was actually preaching in some of the synagogues in Cilicia. Do you know what's big about that town? That was close to Tarsus. You're like, so? You know what was big about that? That's where a guy named Paul, who was known as Saul, was. So many people think that Stephen was actually debating Saul in, Tars- in, in, in the Cilicia area, in that synagogue, okay? And, and here's Stephen. He's not trained in scriptures. He grew up non-Jewish. Yet the Holy Spirit is giving him the power to debate with some of the finest at that time who knew God's word. And when he does it, opposition arises. So don't be surprised. I told you. The third one is this. Sacrifice will change you and those around you. Okay? When you are doing something under a godly power and you're saying, you know what? I am laying it all down. It's going to have a change in you. Your heart's going to change. And those around you will be changed for the good or, or, or for the worse. You know, they're not going to stay the same. And here's why. When you're sacrificing on God's behalf, it is totally, totally anti-worldly, anti-culturally. A lot of people will say, well, why would you give money away? That's, that doesn't make any sense. You could have bought a new car the last three years with that money, right? That's going to change your heart. It's going to change those around you. Why would you give up a whole Saturday to help someone fix their fence at your church? You could have watched like a whole day of Game of Thrones. Right? It doesn't make any sense, but your heart has changed. And those around you are going to say, well, there's something different about that person. I think I want to know that Jesus that they know, right? Sacrifice is so powerful, very powerful. The last point on the sacrifice part is this. It brings great rewards when done for the sake of Jesus. 
it brings great rewards. If you have a life right now, you're like, man, I'm just going through the motions. I'm so empty inside. My life is boring. I have no direction. I just wish God would show something to me. Here's where you start. Say, Lord, where do you want me to start sacrificing, right? Here's what happened with Stephen. This is kind of the end, the rewards that he gets. It says, while they were stoning him, right? Can you just pause right there for a second and think? They, they think he was thrown down a number of feet off this little uh, hillside, and then he was stoned. Can you imagine dying like that? That's crazy, okay? So while they were stoning him, I would be down hunkered, I think, like this, right? Looking for my, like, my Captain America shield. But instead, this is what he was doing. He was on his knees and said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he fell on his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep. And then Saul, of course, approved of their killing him, right? He got great rewards. We know God promises, hey, you're sleeping with me, right? You are asleep with me. You're resting with me, okay? When people die, they are resting with the Lord. That's what he got. But for more than that, guess what happened to this Saul? In, in the immediate context, he went and started persecuting the church even more. But you know what happened? Just like throwing a blanket on the fire, whoosh, the next chapter says the, earth, the, the, the church just exploded, right? It went to, like Jesus promised, to Judea, Samaria, all the air, different areas. And then, even in Saul's heart, God met him in chapter 9 and said, you know what, you're going to be for me now. And you got to think, as Paul was preaching all those years, he would think back to this witness right here, this sacrifice, thought that man, there was something different about him because the Holy Spirit was empowering him. I want more of that. So here's your challenge today. Where does the power of sacrifice start for you? Has God moved in your heart? Is there something you're like, you know, Lord, I don't know about that, but I know you keep putting that on my heart. I know you keep having people around me talking about that, right? I, cur I caution you on this when you think of the sacrifice God has for you. Don't sell yourself or God short on what he's going to do. Here's an example. We went on vacation a couple weeks ago. We decided the best economic choice was a cruise ship because the boys eat like crazy, right? And it worked out brilliant, okay? In fact, Nate, just, we're just playing cards. Where's Nate? Getting more Chinese food. I mean, it's just like you're chowing down. Couldn't believe it. Hot dogs, you name it. Well, we get there, and the boys are in one cabin. The girls are in another, right? And you know my boys are pretty big. They're football players, and I'm medium. So anyway, we get there, and... I'm, you know, we're going crazy. Everybody's getting on this ship. It's nuts. You know, I haven't done this except when I was younger. I didn't, didn't remember how crazy this was. We're getting on there. And all of a sudden I hear, there's only two beds. Like this. I mean, maybe like this. They're really small. And I'm like, the lady on the phone told me that they would have three beds. She even told me, and I don't know about this. She's like, oh yeah, your boys are big. You can ask the uh, attendant and they can make an extender for the beds. I don't know about that. Anyway, I never saw that happen. But here's what happened. They said, hey, don't worry, the bed comes down from the ceiling. I'm like, come on, right? Pull the other leg, it has bells on it. So anyway, we, we, we went to dinner. We came back, and lo and behold, what happened? It's like, it's like coming from heaven, right? This bed, it's hanging from the side of the wall. And we just all week, we kept looking. We're like, Andy's Mr. Engineer here. He kept looking up, he's like, I cannot believe the bed comes out of that ceiling, right? So anyway, because it could happen above him. But anyway, on this side it happened, it's hanging down. And I went to look at it before anybody made a decision. And the thing is like just hanging off the side. No, no big support, just hanging there. Now, you know what I'm thinking. 
So I said, okay, guys, I'll, I'll make the sacrifice. Dad, I'll get up there and I'll sleep on the top, okay? Because Nate, who's a linebacker and over 200 pounds, six foot one, slept below me. You think I want him above me? I'm making a sacrifice. Don't worry, right? And then, kaboom. yeah. But, you know, you see how I played it off? I mean, yeah, it was a little challenging. You know, 1.40 in the morning, got to go to the bathroom. These metal things. I mean, it was a mess trying to get down, not fall on anybody, anything. But think about it. In my head, I'm thinking, well, I'm making the sacrifice, right? I'm going to have to climb up. You guys don't have to do that. But really, I'm trying to preserve myself from getting crushed. Don't make a small sacrifice like that. Okay? Make it big. Make it count because I know God has put into your heart a huge one. You may be like, you know what? I'm going to give $5 and hear me out on this. For some people, $5 is a lot of money. But for many of you in here, God is saying, no, someone needs $500. Just let go. That's a sacrifice. Some of you are like, I have 168 hours. We all have the same amount. 168 hours in the week. I'm going to give 20 minutes to serve right here. 20 minutes is awesome. It's much more than most of the world serves at church. But God may be saying, you know what? I need you for those two hours. I need you to prep. I need you to teach. I, that's a sacrifice, but it's so worth it. The rewards are greater than the cost. Don't sell yourself. Don't sell God short. He has so much more for you, just like he did for Stephen. Stephen. 